Hello, all you amazing fathers out there. How are you? I hope that you are well. I am Dijon with No Off Season for Dads, and I am here in the new year, and I am excited to talk to you today. However, I'm really not excited to talk about this topic, to be real with you. Um, so today we're going to actually have a conversation about COVID in the home. Yep, COVID in the home. Uh, as you may or may not know, as of today, here in the United States, we've had over a million cases of the coronavirus happen. Unfortunately, we've had thousands upon thousands upon thousands pass away from the disease, from the from the virus. And of course, we've got the boosters that are happening. We've got the, the vaccination shots that are happening. Uh, everybody can have their own opinion about it. I'm a believer in it. I got uh, I got my uh, shot, my vac shot, and as well as I've got my booster shot. My wife has as well, and so uh, we're hoping and praying that that can be a a help against um, further diseases and further um, mishaps. Now we know that the vaccinations they can prohibit you for or lessen the opportunities of going into the hospital and even further, you know, sickness. And we've experienced that here in the home. Unfortunately, my wife and my son did get COVID. They're well. They're doing a lot better now. We've done all of the the quarantining and the, all of that different stuff. But uh, we did get it into the house. And so, unfortunately, I want to have a discussion on this topic. Look, let's be real. For lack of a better phrase, and I hate using this phrase because I always tell my own children don't use this, but COVID sucks. That's right, I said it. COVID sucks. And it sucks because it does so much to our physical bodies, but also our mental, all of that. It, it, it really affects, um, affects the person and it affects the people who are around. And as I said, it came into our home. And the one thing I, I hated to have to, to deal with it. And I hate it. One, I hated to see my, my son and my wife go through it. Just period. I hated it. But then I knew that there came a, a, another level of responsibility that was going to have to happen. And I want to talk about that today because I think, you know, and this could go for moms. This is go for could go for dads or anyone in the home. Uh, but when one of your loved ones in the home gets covid your level of responsibility within the home shoots up. And for me, I noticed it. I, I I think I was irritated at first. I'll be honest with you. I really was. I was like, man, I can't see my family. I can't really talk to them in the same way that I used to. Uh, everything has to be different now. And so I had to take on a different mindset. And so I want to talk about that with you Um and I think some of the, the things that we need to consider is, you know, one, how do we quarantine? Um, 
where in the house? How much do we have to clean the house? Uh, what is our going to be our level of communication? Uh, different things like that. And so let's talk about it. All right. This whole thing about quarantining in your home can be different for every single person who is listening to this podcast right now. And here's why. According to the size of your home, according to the spaces that you have in your home can determine or will determine how much you quarantine. I know that there might be people who are listening who have huge homes and everybody can be in their own space with their own bathroom, <laughs> some with their own kitchens, all kinds of stuff. And then there are others who are living in a one-bedroom apartment. And so you have to think about how can I effectively quarantine when I am living with other people in my home? And I think, you know, for us, you know, we have we had the opportunity where you know, I slept downstairs in the in the uh, in the living room. Uh, my family they slept upstairs in the bedrooms, and it worked out. Uh, you know, time to use the bathroom. Everybody would go on their own time. We would, we would communicate. Or, you know, I'm coming into the bathroom or whatever the case might be. And once you're done in the bathroom, disinfected. So you've got to think about how and where are you going to quarantine. And it is literally a strategy. You got to have that conversation. What are you going to do when it's t when you have to quarantine and how will you do it? Also, you've got to think about those common spaces that you still use together. Most likely in your home, there's only one kitchen. Everybody has to eat. Do you all come into the kitchen? Do you? OK, if if it's somebody who is well. Does that person do all of the cooking and deliver the food? Or does it happen to where, okay, your wife or your son might want to come downstairs and go into the kitchen and then you go into another space? You got to think about these things. Uh, this was some things that we had to think about specifically. Uh, so how do you use common spaces? Or do you use common spaces? And Or is it when I'm quarantining, I am really quarantining. I'm not coming out my room for any reason outside of my room in the bathroom. Things to consider. Another high-leveled <laughs> consideration is the masks. You got to wear them. You have to wear a mask around the house. And this one was, I was finding very uncomfortable because I know I'm in my house. I'm in my own house and I've got to wear a mask. But it's necessary. Uh, I highly advise trying to find the KN95 masks. Um, they're, they're great. They're very useful. They're, you know, they're highly recommended. But if you don't have those, um, I would double mask. I would double mask and I would mask up in such a way that if you blew, uh, if you blew your breath onto the mask, you don't necessarily feel any air coming out on the other side. So that that is um, 
that's one way to look at it. But the KN95 masks are uh, extremely useful. And then also outside of that, you've got to disinfect. Now, we know what when the when we really first heard about, you know, the coronavirus uh, in in the last couple in 2020 and in 2021, uh, it was darn near impossible to find a can of Lysol like when people did find it, they were selling them on the streets for like twelve dollars a bottle. And I was like, I can't I cannot afford. Well, I could afford it, but I was like, I'm not spending twelve dollars on a can of Lysol. And so I end up making some makeshift ones. I end up putting some soap in some uh, water. Not a lot of soap. Not too. It was just overly suddy. Suddy. Is that a word? But it had a whole bunch of suds. But that, maybe a little bit of bleach. Or if I had rubbing alcohol, which that was also very hard to find. Coming up with a concoction. Of course, now today, it has become a little bit more. Uh, it's become better as far as being able to find it in the grocery stores. But all that being said, being able to disinfect your area, your surfaces, the air, your uh, your rooms. Um, I am right now, I've been spraying each one of our rooms at least once a day. Uh, if I have to use the, uh, the bathroom, uh, I'm wiping down the surfaces all the time. All of the time. Spraying the surfaces, spraying the toilet, spraying the sink all of the time. I don't want to catch it and I don't want anything further to happen with my own family. Now, here's the funny thing for me. In regards to having COVID in the house, I'm now finding out more and more how much the cell phone is such a great tool because that's some of the ways that I had to communicate with my family. We literally are sitting in the same house and we're FaceTiming. Literally FaceTiming. It seems kind of ghetto for me to sit there and just yell up the steps and, and, and you know, hollering inside of the house. So we were FaceTiming every now and then. Of course, we're texting all of the time. Or maybe just make a quick phone call. And so it was the, the cell phone became it was it just became important. Uh, it became important to use. Um, if they needed uh, you know, whatever, if they needed food or if they needed something brought up to them, they could just give me a quick call or a quick text and I could bring that up to them. So the cell phone was just a, a great way of communicating. Now, again, according to how large your home is, can determine if you really need that or not. Uh, you might, again, if it's in a one bedroom or a studio or apartment or something of that nature, you might not need that. But it was it was really a, a great tool for us to be able to use. I hated it, but it was a necessary thing. And this is the most important facet, I think, as far as us giving to our families, especially if COVID is in the house. Take it on the mindset that you honestly, you really do have to serve. And it tests your level of servitude in the home, 
It, it really does. It tests your level of servitude in the home. Not that you, you know, you don't understand how to do it, but more so how willing are you to do it? And maybe I'm only speaking for me. I don't know. I know that at first, well, again, when when we found out that uh, they had it, when they had COVID or caught COVID, um, you know, I, I felt, you know, I, was, I really felt bad. I honestly did because I was like, oh, man, they they've got this disease and or this this um, this virus. And um, I don't want to call it a disease, but a virus. But they got this virus and things are going to have to change. I mean, their attitudes change their You know, my son, he was he was bummed out for a day. Like, I, what am I going to do now? And for me, at first, my my whole mindset was, dang, what does that mean I have to do? <laughs> Seriously, that was my mindset. What is this going to mean for me? And I think after a while, I, I really had to take a deep look at myself and think about what is your attitude towards serving. For me, it said, Dijon, you don't always want to do that. And I had to accept that. I had to accept the fact that I don't always want to serve. And in this case, it was an attitude where I have to change or I had to change it. And so the attitude behind serving is key. It, it reveals a lot. COVID has revealed a lot for a lot of different people on different levels. For me personally in the house, this was one. But I saw how much I had to serve. I saw how much my, my, my wife and my son needed me and not just physically but emotionally and spiritually to it, it now hurts my heart when my wife is like Dijon what are you doing I miss you I love you and I'm like I love you too well of course I miss you of course I love you but she can't I can't physically even be around her and seeing how important that is to how I now have to serve her and serve my son it is it, is taking us to another level. And I don't know how it's going to be looking for you in your home and in your family. I really don't. I hope that it is something that you can look at uh you can look at your level of service uh towards your family and see how can I be better not just during COVID but even afterwards. Hope this helps. Thanks so much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that you got some pointers out of it. Again, for me, the biggest pointer that I have received, even talking about it and thinking back on this, is how much more I really do need to serve my family. And not just serve them physically, but serve them spiritually, serve them emotionally, and serve them with a willing heart. COVID has taught me a lot, and it is still continually teaching me. And I hope it's teaching you as well how you can be a better father, better parent. Make sure that you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at No Off Season for Dads. That's N-O-S, 
the number four dads. Listen, enjoy, share, fund, repeat. Take care.